So, Fat Man. So sleazy. Uh, holy crap. There's way too many people on the screen here. I'm sorry. Uh, it looks there's like a, the gang's all here. There's there's a lot of tonnage on the show right now. Well, let's talk about that on the wrestling show. Welcome everyone, this is Sleazy. This is the Fat Man. And welcome everyone to another wonderful episode. This is going to be a great one. Let's First of all... Go. Let's go! Let's yeah. fucking go! Yeah! First of all, holy shit, it's not a draft week. Brandon Dietz is with us tonight. Four tons of fun, let's fucking go. Yeah! And as always, the proud papa, Mr. <laughs> I love it. That was the greatest time Great. to do that. Great intro. <laughs> the greatest, uh, the proudest papa and the greatest blunt roller of all time, Ryan Williams is here with us tonight. Hi, uh... And I think I, I, I might jinx this. Let's let's kind of address the elephant in the room. This is notice that there's four people here and not five. So basically, I have a statement. Because I didn't know how I was going to actually do this. So. I did. For- Chip wasn't given the rose and didn't go to the next episode of The Bachelor. Okay, well that that works. Ooh. Um, Ooh. I just wanted to be I just wanted to be nice about this and and be as that wasn't you know, nice. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying it wasn't. Uh, so we decided to part ways with Chip Willits. Sorry, I had to pull. I had to pull a mark. Well, guess what? Uh, obviously, <sighs> no, the mark's no longer. That fucked up, but funny. You, right. you can get your discount Man of a Thousand Max shirts now on the rest of the show. That's got to work. God damn it. Don't even, yeah, fucking A. Um, after many years as a beloved co-host of the wrestling show, Chip Willett and the wrestling show have decided part ways. Uh, Chip's been a key part of the show's success and his insights will sorely be missed. Um, his departure's really a sad loss for the wrestling show, but it's also a testament to the show's success. Uh, the fact that Chip was able to leave amicably to produce, uh, pursue other opportunities speaks to the positive, supportive work environment. Ha ha ha! That the show has been created. Okay. Kind of a joke, right? Uh, Fuck you, right? Fuck <laughs> you, guys. But in all sincere sincerity, uh, we thank Chip Willett for his many years of service to the wrestling show. We wish him all the best in his future endeavors, and we really oh, mean that. Not does. like WWE does. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so the short and long of it is Chip's no longer with us. Um, if you guys have any questions or anything, throw it out there. Um, but today we really didn't have a show to review. Dietz wanted to be on, and I thought it would be a good time to try a new segment here. And we're calling this the Reddit grab bag. And what I've done is I've scoured... Reddit, and <laughs> right? What a vast place to scour, mind you. It's a terrible place to scour. Fuck uh, you. That's why we have a Reddit quota. So we, 
So obviously we don't need a Reddit quota this week since all of this is going to be Reddit quota. It's going to be a nightmare. Strap in, fuckers. It's going By to be the way, run. I'm going in blind. I think we all are going we in all blind. Are. Completely blind. Everyone's so, going in blind. Just so we don't have notes prepared. Normally you see me with my notebook. I got my notebook is put away. I, Which is kind of counterproductive. You should at least have a piece of paper for the paper toss at the end of the show. I got something to throw. I'll, I'll I'll throw my tablet. How about that? That better not have been a tissue. <laughs> my cum rag, of course. Of course. Um, <laughs> uh, so I have about 20 of these that we're going to go through. Um, some of them are, are shorter. Some of them are going to be longer. Um, and then after we go through the Reddit grab bag, I do want to spend some quick time talking about the releases from WWE and specifically where they could potentially end up because Ooh, we did well, that well, last year and the year before. So yeah. uh, let's get started. Let, let's get started with not really a Reddit thing, but because we need to say it right on the bat, ladies and gentlemen, okay, according no, to fuck Dave Meltzer. Love you, Dave. Um, this was Fuck a, a you, Dave. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> this was a quote from FDM uh, in regards to this uh, quote from some rando dude. AEW is not a casual fan type of organization. The people that go to these shows are diehard wrestling fans, and those are the people that are dressing up like him, who was Orange Cassidy. No one outside of AEW fans know who Orange Cassidy is. And Dave Meltzer had retorted. Nobody outside of WWE fans know who any wrestlers are except Hogan, Rock, Cena, and Austin level stars. The guy on the street doesn't know Roman Reigns just like he doesn't know Orange Cassidy. So let's start with the conversation there. From a perspective... Off, great example of tribalism. Right? But from both sides. Like, yeah. yeah. I absolutely. hate to say this... Meltzer's right. I I mean, if you only watch WWE, you're not going to know anybody on e- AEW. Except maybe, well, Moxley and Danielson and Sting. And, but why do you know them? Because from WWE. you The fact that you can say that about Sting. Sting! Sting well, if you're a wrestling fan and don't know who Sting <laughs> is, I don't know what's talking about. Well, I think I think the part of it that's a little bit more out there, and I think I I kind of disagree with to a, a tiny bit, is the fact that um, he's talking about man on the street that doesn't know anything about wrestling. Who knows who Roman Reigns is? Does that guy know who Roman Reigns is? Probably not. My suggestion is that WWE has done a pretty decently good job to market a lot of these guys and ladies to that matter. People like Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley to be able to at least get themselves out in the greater media. And I think that while he's right in the fact that they're, if they're not Austin level stars, that they're not going to be, you know, household names, but I would say that if you went to a random person on the street and they had any idea of pop culture right now, they could probably pull a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. 
Um, he's kind of right about AEW. Because we've been saying AEW's just... We said it last show. AEW's an independent wrestling promotion. Essentially. That's how they run their stuff. Which I'm trying to do a better job of being open-minded about. Because I am a shed fill. Yes, I said that the way I wanted to. And so... True. I... But... So I got to get used to the fact that after four years, this is the company that they're going to be, and it is what it is. Clearly working for them. It is clearly working for them. So, and they're making money, and WWE's making money. So I don't see the... Well, we assume AEW's making money. They have to be now. I I mean, he could be blowing through it all. And don't give a fuck. Literally. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, I get what you said. Ha-ha. Allegedly. Um, so... You didn't have to throw allegedly in. That wasn't a coke comment until you said allegedly. Now it's a coke comment. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, he, he, <laughs> it's going up his nose. Uh, but yeah, allegedly. no, seriously. Like, it's a private company, not as public as what WWE is. We have no clue if they're making money or not making money. This right. could be a tax write-off. This could ne- mm-hmm. AEW could never make a dime. And you'd never know because look at the fucking... Right. Look at Papa and Son. Like, they money it around, the business they got, where they can funnel shit to. Like, that's, that's actually that's a very, good. very good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, writing off AEW as a tax loss is fucking genius. It's definitely, Ring of Honor definitely wrote off as a tax loss. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Especially the way they're doing it. Fuck. Broadcasting or, uh, Sinclair. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Let's like uh, Impact with Anthem. They, that is a best. Uh, product. That's all it is. It's a free two hours of programming that they don't have to worry about. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dietz, what are your thoughts about Meltzer's quote here? I mean, he's not... It's a, it's a degree. But at the same time, with the exception of MJF, and I'll throw in the Bucks there as well, and Kenny, everybody else that they've got, big name, came from some sort of sect. Of WWE, mm-hmm. I'd agree. So, like, he's he's in not terms of well, AEW big names, like household that? names, household names. I really think Sting is the only one. Sting, Jericho, Jericho. Well, that's but it's you're still tying. Jericho is actually a good one. Actually, yes. Yeah. But I think what. He's saying is besides the mainstream former WWE guys, yeah, MJF, the Bucks, and yeah, yeah, no, you're, again, you're Colin Sting, a former WWE guy. Like, this is what's amusing to me about that. Like, <laughs> was he not in WWE before AEW? Yeah, some of have AEW's rosters, but the ones that are being losers, we're not talking about their WWE career. We're not being like Andre Alidolo over here or fucking Mr. Tan Sean Spears. Like, right. To be fair, to be fair, are they house? Never costing a WWE, and I'm a I'm a uh, shed fill too. Don't get me wrong, you cannot call Sting a WWE guy. That's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Get real. Call him an NWA guy. Don't call him a WWE guy. Do you call AJ Styles a, a TNA guy or a WWE guy? He's a TNA guy until he passes ten years in WWE. He's actually Which been in did. WWE longer. He just did. He just passed it. Well, I don't understand how long ten fucking years worked. Like this, like it was this. this, was, this was, what was it? Two thousand sixteen. Two thousand six. Sixteen. 
2016. So what's 2016 plus 10? 26, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 23, Except... not 26. He was in yep. TNA for 10 years. He was not. He was in from 2002 to 2012? 13? I can double check that. I would he's... really fuck with the stoner Canadian mascot. Right <laughs> <laughs> are, are we going to officially go to war? Yes. We are officially yes, going to go to war. Kurt Angle had not had he had not gone back to WWE, <laughs> you could call Kurt Angle a TNA guy. I'm oh, shooting for war. You better have a Scarlet backing you up. So you need a black oh, manager. So if you count, that's a real helmet, by the way. Oh, um, wow. Am I right? I think you are actually. Uh, it's 2016 right. till now. Yeah, so it's, he's been, it's, it's been seven, what, years. seven years. It'll be he, eight in January. Yes. And he was in, so officially speaking, he lost a year due to injury. And I think he left in 2012. Yes. 10 years. So that, so it would technically be nine years if you count the injury year off. But you don't. He was still under contract, so he's. Yeah. That's true, but so, in terms of being on TV um, visually, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but the pretty AJ Styles was still on TV visually just because he wasn't wrestling during the year. He's in a million fucking highlight packages. Well, Impact <laughs> One Thousand. What was the first face you see? It should have been Jeff Jarrett. It, well, you saw the back of Jeff Jarrett, and then you saw the face of AJ Styles. So I and then the third AJ person was Impact guy until 2026. So. I'll oh, yeah, call AJ an Impact guy until 2025. I'll even say 2025. I'll give, I'll give you. you I'll give you 2025. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, next. So one. like. I mean, yeah. So, um, but let's let's move on to this one. What are everyone's theories about Uncle Howdy? Where were they planning on going with the storyline had Bray Wyatt not passed away? And I'll start with Ryan because I know Mr. Booker's. Oh, no. Uh, I think it was coming out that it was Bo Dallas. I like that shit that I was reading online about it. That it was Bo Dallas. And they were the Wyatt six was going to be Howdy, Wyatt, Bliss, Champa. And I think the rumored was two of the righteous, Vincent and Butch. Yeah. Right, I love that. I thought that was cool as fuck, and that was going to be a great little stable. The boys were probably going to get the tag belts once the split happened, because why it'd still be alive now? Because the split's coming soon, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of that, as long as Wyatt didn't do what Wyatt does and get fucking injured and kills momentum, it would have been great. But as great as Wyatt was, that man was injured. That's Small Joe now. That's injury prone man. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get. A half a push out, like how do you push him? I mean, like it's great that he's pushing Joe in uh, AEW, but Joe wrestles fuck all compared to a WWE schedule. Yeah, he's not wrestling two hundred fifty dates a year. Right. So, like it's hard. I I'd love, would have loved to see the stable, and I thought it was cool. Uncle Howard was going to be Bo Dallas, which made the most sense. But injury prone is as injury prone does. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Famin, what are your thoughts? Um, I think they were going to do all the Firefly Funhouse characters, turn them into actual people, 
like the Puppets and the People and had that as a stable, but Uncle Howdy would have been Bo Dallas. That's what I think they were going to go go do. The witch is Alexa Bliss. Who, yeah. Who's the squirrel? Who's the what? Who's the squirrel? <sighs> Come on, you put some effort into this thought 30 seconds ago when you were asking. I don't know why, but I want to say Butch. <laughs> Which would have been, been interesting. Hoskis? <laughs> Butch, Butch would have been Hoskis if you're talking about kind of similarities. The squirrel was the guy that got beat up and killed. They, they, it's his case. It has to be Grayson Waller. I heard Grayson Waller. Mm. Uh, guy gets beat uh, up all the time. That's the same well, thing. Yes, that's the reason Because <laughs> he just talks and talks and talks. I could have sworn that that was one of them that was originally going to do it. Uh, continue on, Deets, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I... It's hard for me to get interested in in, in Bo. Like, we had... You we don't had Bo Lee? Like, like <laughs> Bo Lee was Bo Lee. B-team was actually fucking great. I missed the B-team. Yes. I think I actually might own a B-team t-shirt. Anybody with a white t-shirt and a Sharpie owns a B-team t-shirt. <laughs> right? Very true. Well, of, of all the fucked up merch that got sold on WWE Shop, that one's on top for me. Just like, how yeah. little effort got put into this shirt. The well, B-team. about it, but that's okay. But for, for me, I was interested in seeing the real Bray Wyatt. I had zero fucks to give about Uncle Howdy. Uncle Howdy did not interest me in the least bit. Now... It start, that started to change once they started messing around Alexa, and then you're like, oh shit, they're really going to go ahead and do the whole Wyatt like <sighs> characterizations, and then I was just like, yeah, but it's still fucking Bo Dallas. So, to me, it, I, I really didn't have any interest in it. Give me Brez and the, the people, because in the opening model, or the opening uh his opening, uh I guess we call it a monologue, he was actually just himself, and that was refreshing. Mm-hmm. It was different. Yeah. This so, is me. This is who I really am. Yeah. This is how I yeah. feel. Like, um, that shit was cool. But for, you, you can't reverse that and have Bo do the same damn thing. It just comes off corny to me. I, I So I actually believe that they would have done a tag run with him and Howdy first. And then after or deep into the tag run, you started to see the entire Wyatt Six come into play. I don't know who would have played them, honestly. But I also believe that they would have they would have dropped the Uncle Howdy like facade. They would have brought him in as a real person after a while. So I, I think they were going that way. They just needed to kind of flesh it out a little bit more because I know they didn't want to show off that was Bo Dallas first. They wanted to show off that it's this really cool dude doing shit. And then, oh yeah, by the way, it's Bo Dallas. Because let's be perfectly frank here. His entire fucking shtick was great, but people laughed him off for years. So you couldn't really like- That's- that's why I kind of think he they they would have kept him. I don't think they would have revealed him as Bo Dallas. He would have been Uncle Howdy. They might have they might have done the Chainsaw Charlie gimmick, where it's like, yeah. yeah, everyone knows it's Terry Funk, but it's Chainsaw Charlie, you know, type of thing. Yeah, maybe I still think they would just been full blown, go all the way with it as being. That's possible too because Bray, 
Bray would have absolutely loved that. So, in my opinion. Yep. Okay. Uh, Comment from the... listeners. The anti-fat man has told us that the WWE chat is boring. <laughs> wow. Well, let's start. Well, let's talk about wrestling wait, as a whole then. Wait, who's the who's the anti-fat man? So I, I brought this up before we got on. A buddy of mine, Kevin, as parent of one of the other kids at school, he listens to our podcast every week. I love him. So oh. we have a multiple. Multi- multi- to the fan! Yay! He is anti-fat man. <laughs> You're all WWE and everything else is fucked off. She's all AEW and everything else is fucked off from that. Well, he- and he coined his own nickname, mind you. I love it. He called himself the anti-fat man, and I popped for it. And that's what gimmick. Everyone's sleazy stole my gimmick. Oh, for fucking fuck everyone's got my gimmick. With him being AEW, Mark, I mean, you can't all have the great taste I do. I'm sorry, but that's okay. This man uh, watches. The Rock he and really, Roll Express versus, uh, or, oh, God damn it. He watched Midnight Express? Midnight yeah. Express. Yeah. I was sure trying you. to pull a quick NWA thing, but I can't because. Pull for the know, Midnight and. Rock shit. and Roll. Yeah. Rock and Roll. Because I yeah. saw Ricky Morton on Botchamania this week, so. I was trying to make the. Oh, I was trying to make the whole uh, Ron White bit, but. Fuck it at this point. That failed fucking horribly. Completely and utterly. He sleazied. I sleazied it off. I sleazied, he sleazied it all over it. All, all over it. Okay, starting off with Deets. What, in your opinion, is the best type of heel? And <laughs> so things like the cool heel. The, oh my God, there's such a cool, good heel. The, I never get worked heel. It's you know, always that- the narcissistic prick. Narcissistic prick. I, I, give me I'm a, give a big, me a, fan, big fan of that. Give me an example, please. The Rock. Swagger-esque, wearing the stupid shirts, button-downs, coming in just talking mad shit, and then eventually getting so much hate, he starts to get over. I mean, a la Austin, a la Rock, Jericho. Uh, fuck, I'll even throw, I'll throw an MJF. Okay. Uh, fat man. Yeah, I'm old school, man. Uh, uh deck. Me, a me. How about that, me? Um, shocker. Yeah, just you know, an asshole who. A uh, good heel's always right. I mean, <laughs> which is me, but but to be to, to be un. I know that was a callback to all the shit about that, but I'm serious. Like a good heel believes what he is saying and is normally right, but is an asshole about him doing it, going about doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, his motives are good, but he's a dick doing it. Because <laughs> everyone wants to be the world champ, but if you, you want to be a dick <laughs> to get there, be a dick to get, you know what I mean? So, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what's your favorite type of heel? Me. Yeah, right? I was waiting for you to say that, too. Uh, Okay, answer two. My black boss. Because when my black boss texted me and said, "Uh, what are you doing? I go on podcast. He goes, cool. Tell the crew. Black boss says, fuck (laughs) y'all. Wow. Uh, That is beautiful. The aura of smoke. smoke. It's just the greatest thing. For people who have not been able to be privy to see Ryan's camera over the last couple of few months, months now, yeah, it's just great. Um, my personal favorite is he's right, but he's a dick about it. You know what I mean? So the, if you... the, the best heel is always that way. 
Right. Not the cocky heel. Yeah. Not the coward heel and all that stuff. It's the heel that when he says something, oh, he's a dick, but he's right. I he's right about him. it. Yeah. Um, I I'll the next one is one that's near and dear to my heart. What is your wrestling pet peeve? And I'll start. I absolutely hate the double rebound rope spot where a guy runs into the ropes and a second guy decides to run into the ropes right afterwards. And the first guy's got to go, oh, wait, where is he? Turns around and takes a move. That drives me fucking nuts. That's I a weird that. pet peeve, though. Like, like the spot's not bad. It logically makes sense, but like, has a weird it, pet it just, peeve. It looks so terrible to me, personally. And, and maybe, maybe it's just me being, you know, pit, nitpicky and shit, but that's just me. Uh, Ryan, what's your pet peeve? I don't know. I kind of like yours now. <laughs> what an my, asshole. My I'm not peeve, ready for this. My pet peeve, and I'll explain it after I say it this way, is fucking fat man. <laughs> Love you too, mean, Ryan. What I mean by that is fat man, for all intents and purposes, you don't like AEW. You don't like how AEW books. You don't like how their matches flow. You don't like any of it. Why watch it? That's my pet peeve. Right. Why watch something you do not like? I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, to I know, but he has your I use your you, you, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of people in the community of wrestling that are exactly like that. Like, I fucking hate this product. How dare they do X, Y, and Z? It's fucking garbage. Why are right. they on it each week? And then this they minute, on this minute they did this. That's a terrible time to do that. Yeah. Why would you? But you're not watching though. What the fuck? Like. <laughs> You don't like it, don't watch it. Why are you right now? It's uh, not that, and it sounds mean, but it's not that hard of a concept. I don't fucking like things. I don't do it. I don't watch it. Like, and then right, I'll crack the joke about Harry Potter should have been left under the fucking stairs. I've never watched any of those hate movies because I don't really <laughs> like. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my goodness, Deets. I Russell think I may have mentioned this on a show before, but mine is not with any sort of offense or. Shit talking. Mine is appearance based. Mm. The biggest fucking pet peeve I cannot f- fucking stand is when you have a fucking street fight and you wear fucking jeans and you are fucking drenched over the fucking head with water or baby oil. They literally look like they pissed themselves. Why <laughs> <laughs> so, insane? So the biggest culprit that I remember doing this was the British Bulldog when he went through the adi- the after yep. Attitude Era. Yeah. Always looked yeah, like he is fucking swole as a fucking giant. And all of a sudden, you just look down, and he's got fucking deep, deep, deep fucking blue fucking jeans, and everything else is just fucking pale-ass white. And I'm just like, dude, you pissed yourself. Well, not only that, but it looks like he has sweat dripping down the crack of his ass like Niagara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'm just like, no, what a dude. callback. Multitude of fan, Kevin has picked heel management. Don Callis, Paul Heyman, that kind of stuff. That's a pet peeve? No, he, the, the previous one before, I looked down on my phone because I don't oh. pay attention to my oh. phone the whole podcast. Oh. Oh. I do, I'm sorry. But yeah, that's my fucking pet peeve. I can't stand that shit. Uh, fat man. No selling. Shocker, right? <laughs> I mean, what you, you, you get a belt shot to the head and you're up 
So you're you're, you're not a fan of the Omega kick out at one after you get absolutely. If you kick four finishers, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. You know what? I disagree (laughs) because that, especially in AEW. Hey, these are our personal pet peeves. You don't have to agree with it or not. I know, but I'm calling Deets out on his comment because Kenny Omega kick out at one after eating two or three finishers in the AEW crowd. Fucking. Fucking people go bananas for it. I'll get and a crowd can make a yeah. break a match most times. Yeah, but no, it's no selling. Just sell the big moves. Right. Um next one. Uh we'll start with we'll start with Dietz on this one. What is I I'm gonna say WWE, but I'll say pretty much any wrestling. What are some of WWE's most hilarious segments or moments that you can recall? Like hey, one hold on, hold on, hold on. Pippi, multitude of chocolates. <laughs> Bastard. He's not wrong, too. I Get the bitch fuck about, out of here. I'm not, I don't want to bring up AEW trying to be open-minded, but literally four matches during All Out was nothing but chops. And they're just sitting there chopping each other. It's just like, how many times do I ha- need to see this in one fucking show? Like At least four, three. clearly. Okay, so I Deeds go ahead, but Sleazy should know what mine is. So I think I do. Probably one of my funniest bits that I've been enjoying. Uh wait, is this all time or current? Just all time. I mean you were all time fuck. Yeah, like something that really comes to mind. Like when you think of funny wrestling. Fuck funny DX. wrestling or co- like, like comedy DX. spots. DX doing the fucking segment. nation. Mizark Henry all fucking day long. Dude, you're gonna get us canceled. <laughs> you're talking about blackface. You're gonna get us canceled. People are stupid. We didn't do it. We didn't do it. I know, but we're talking about it. Fuck, they cancel you for anything these days. Like just talking about blackface is gonna get us fucked. Like <laughs> Christ. Yes. And then when we we can do black things really good. Like. You got Road Dog playing fucking uh Godfather? Or no 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 it was uh Bilo. Really good. No, it was Bilo. Bilo. Bilo, that's right. I thought he was better call him the Zach, you better call him Bilo. I thought it was <laughs> B-O. Not Bilo. It might have been B O. I thought it was B O. It may have been Bilo. I don't but know. It was B Lo because it sounds like B O. Yeah. Anytime wrestling does the characters of each other. Like DX doing the the McMahons. That was approved because they're all white. <laughs> Ding. Boys, tell me what I'm telling lies. <laughs> I mean, it's all funny though. Uh, what what else was a good one? Uh, uh, DX doing the uh the corporate mission. The corporate was a corporate corporation. China was the boss man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Billy Gomez was Vince man with two midges walking around kissing his ass. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, any, anytime you get to poke fun at one another's character, sign me up. I'm in for it. That and anything with Santina Morella. Yeah, there's a lot of good moments with Santina Morella. The whole Mick Foley, Sacco, Cobra bit, sign me up. Him members winning the Rumble. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Pass it on to someone else. Uh, I made everybody laugh. Fat man. I like your poetry. <laughs> I like I what you do to dead you babies. Weird. I'll see you later. <laughs> see you. Just the way they later. said it was just like so fucking random. They just like walk up to each other and just like, I like your poetry. 
I like what you do to babies. I'll see you. Later. <laughs> just, so, just the delivery was so fucking dumb. It was so funny. Just random. It is. Um, anything awesome, McMahon, too. Just Yeah, there were a lot of good moments there, too. Uh, Ryan. I'm kind of glad because nobody's picked a couple that I'm going to bring up, which is really fucking cool. All of DX in 2016, or 2006, I'm sorry, when they come back and they were trying to be PG DX. <laughs> and it was clear, like, Shawn Michaels would blindfold to Triple H to do naughty stuff, like, it's fucking gold. Uh, or, oh, Mr. Fuji! And he runs away. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with the fashion police was fucking gold. Breeze angle. Yeah, uh, that was great. Especially, they had a tag match during a pay-per-view where Tyler Breeze gets bailed to the outside and comes back up dressed like a little old janitor lady. <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Uh, Snitsky kicking the baby. Yeah, classic. I'll always, I'll always pop for Snitsky kicking the baby. And one I watched the other day because I do enjoy watching it all the time is when Eddie Guerrero steals Ric Flair's number to Royal Rumble. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> and a he's, really like, he's like, where's... <laughs> Dizzy like steals watch in his wallet. It's a I, I can't remember the other parts. I just remember solely Flair's dancing and bragging around his number after Eddie sees his and shit like just that. Just like um, last one then because this one just popped into my head too. Umaga and Great Kali have an interaction backstage. Shane McMahon is there and they're grunting at each other. And at one point, Umaga puts the thumb up. And goes to beckon towards Kali like he's gonna spike him, and Shane's like, "No, no, no." <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my- and why would I not talk about WLC? Thank you, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> because I was just gonna to say, to like, up. I was hoping you wouldn't bring it up. You like the goddamn motherfucker who brings up WLC every show is not gonna bring up WLC here. Dare like, I. <laughs> um, my top three matches, I think, of all time, and is the most ridiculous list is Shawn Michaels and. Uh, Undertaker, WrestleMania 25, because that is the greatest wrestling match he's ever had. Right. Then it's WLC, then it's <laughs> Knoxville and Sami Zayn. So, like, I mean, that's it, a two of those matches should not have been as good. Fucking gold. Like, <laughs> it's a great top three, I'll tell you. Fuck you, Macho Man and fucking Steamboat. <laughs> Fuck you, Benoit Angle. I got Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> One of the loudest pops in the world for Wee Man hit a body slam. Jesus Christ. Right? Um, my my favorite, and I, I have two different areas here, and Ryan will always will back me up on this. There are a ton of Chikara moments that are fucking hilarious. Slow like, motion hand grenade. Slow motion hand grenade is probably one of my favorites. Yes. Um, but um, if we're specifically talking about WWE, it's anytime they bring up past things in a hilarious way. The greatest example of this was when Kane was in therapy and he goes through his entire life up to that point. Yeah. I once burned a guy and then, and then shocked my boss's te- testicles with a car battery. And blah, then blah, 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 blah. And for reasons never quite explained, I enjoy torturing people. Right. <laughs> it was just, the, the, Exactly. <laughs> For nobody that remembers, there is a AEW wrestler in those gimmicks, in those skits. Um, he's the the um, the black guy. The black guy, yeah. The um, they don't all look the same. You know his name? No, I don't. Scorpio um, Sky. Yeah, thank you. I, I can't. I couldn't pull his name for some reason. Um, but That's yeah, that, that that entire 
like lo- the, the entire team hell no thing was funny, but that specific skit was just great. I just loved every second of it because it just got worse and worse and worse and worse and just like perfect timing. And you know, I'm always a fan of corporate Kane and whatnot, but, but that specific moment was great. Controversial um, take the best hugging tag team. Versus the Boston hug. Or best friends with the hug spot. Like, oh. Yeah, see? See? <laughs> That's what I mean. Controversial take. It is a controversial take. It's got to be team hell no. It's, it's got to be. Like, best friends are close. And whatever Kenny Omega and Obushi did in the hotel room was probably third. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. You don't get an Okada camera pull with team hell no. Quickly, it has to be quickly. The very first one that comes to mind that's even a little bit obscure. Random wrestler, start with Fat Man. Kamala. Okay, Deets. Max Moon. Ryan. Coco Beware. His mom's name is Tupper. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I don't know how I'm gonna (laughs) Thanks guys so much for listening. Peace. Uh, The only email to top that was Shelton Benjamin's mom. Mom! 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 (laughs) Um mine was because of uh we just talked about the hand grenade spot, Icarus. Um, we already talked about fuck Dave Meltzer. Uh, what is your favorite high fly spot that you've ever seen? Like the, like moment in time. Oh my God. Type of spot. Um, The greatest RKO ever done is when he hits Evan Bourne with it. That's such a good one. Deans. Okay. If you can fuck up. you, Fat Man. Fuck no, you. no, no, it's fine. I don't care. I, I was trying. I'm trying to go back, back and, and forth, forth with that yeah. one. Greatest high fly spot. I will have to go. I think it was. I'm gonna probably get the date or the. I'm gonna get the event right. Halloween Havoc. Ninety-seven. Thought it was ninety-six. Ray and Eddie. Ray and Eddie were Ray had the Phantom. Yep. 96. Yeah. The uh, Tower of Doom or whatever it was. Yep. Yeah. Not Tower of Doom, but the... What the fuck is that called? It was basically a Tower of Doom with two people. Uh, It's called something. I don't remember. It's not called Tower of Doom. It's called something. Uh, But the one that... I remember the first one where I was just like, holy crap. It's such a simple move now. It was a shooting star press. I was just like, "Holy crap!" When Kim and did yeah, it, Brock Lesnar. That's a simple move. I would, I would also <laughs> like to mention the Ultimo Dragon versus Juventud Guerrero. It was like one of the very first uh, mask to mask cruiserweight title matches, mm-hmm. and it was the very first time where I ever saw the Asai Moonsault from going Oh yeah, outside. yeah. And I saw that, and I'm just like, "Who the?" fuck is this guy and then deep diving into internet back in those days that was fun man man we're getting on the internet for us fun fuck yeah 
Yeah, no, it just it just Get out of causes, causes white hairs now. <laughs> um, for many years, it was uh, TLC zero, the ladder spot. You know, low key, low key, really what? good one was the last Starcade with uh, June Dragons mm-hmm. and somebody else and somebody yeah. else. I can't. You remember. better call that by its proper name. The last. WCW Starcade. Yes, yes. Last WCW Starcade. Thank you. Because there's no the last one. In. Yes, yeah. they they did the. I'll show that that was that was my my spot for many years, until I saw for the very first time, yeah, Edge Spear and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Um, oh, that was. That was the second yeah. one, but that's that's what uh, 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 Heavy G's in the chat, by the way. Oh, um, very nice. Uh, Edge Spear and Jeff Hardy is a, a big one, but my my more more recent one that took over was for the first time when I saw Ricochet do the double moonsault. Oh yeah, that to see that thing happen, and it wasn't CGI, and that actually happened in in front of my eyes was just <laughs> the most ridiculous thing in the world. He obviously he doesn't do it anymore, but when he was doing it in New Japan stuff, it's like. How the fuck is this man even capable of doing this? How is anybody capable of doing this? It's a crazy. Our multitude of fan has MJF for Comico and the one, two, three kids moonsault for high fly spots. Um, we beat Razor with it. That was dope. Yep. He also got a fucking dick square in the. I was just gonna face. say that. <laughs> for the amount of time Scott Hall and the boys put their dick in X Pac's face, one time for him is all. No, it was X Pac's dick in Scott Hall's face. Yeah, yeah. Now listen to what I say, because I'll say it again slowly for the people in the back of the room. For as amount of times that Scott Hall and the rest of the clique put their dicks in X Pac's face, he's allowed once. Well, that was like the first one. So it was always the first one. Um, just payback. The most unique wrestler that you in in the history of professional wrestling, who you believe is the most unique wrestler. They may not have been most over. It may not have been the most successful, but absolutely unique that you enjoyed. And we'll, tie. we'll start with Ryan. The Undertaker and Orange Cassidy. I honestly, I was Undertaker was absolutely going to be my number one choice. Ugh. Uh, for obvious reasons, right? Uh, the other one would be the the stupidest answer, Yoshihiko. Uh, the Mantar, is, Mantar is the correct answer, Sleazy. Come on. Okay. Mantar's not correct. Half man, half tar. Half man, half tar. Come half on. Half tar. Most unique? Honest, yeah. I'm going way back. Way back. I'm going Gorgeous George. Way back. Not in nine, not Gorgeous George and WCW, the hot Gorgeous George. I'm not about the male gorgeous George, all the way back, because so many people parried him, parried him, yeah, so much. Like Buddy Roberts did it. Ric Flair did Buddy Roberts, but the original one was Gorgeous George. So I'm going way back. <laughs> okay, Mr. Deets. I'm going to the land of the rising sun. Jushin Thunder Liger. Uh, the fucking theme music, the crazy outfits, the insane, uh, I guess you would call it cruiserweight, but lightweight style that he was doing when we, had, we still had Pillman around. 
when Pillman could actually fucking go. Like, that's a fucking all-time banger. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl one, two? Yep. One, one or two. Yep. So, what actually, whenever I'm feeling fucking down and I'm just kind of like want to get my hope, my spirits back up, fucking throw on Liger, baby. And he, he always delivers. Liger just soothes my soul. <laughs> uh, Heavy G put George Animal Steel. Another great, great, unique wrestler that you nobody, know, nobody saw. <laughs> what am I? I do have one more. Okay, go for it. The master of psychology himself, Jake the Snake Roberts. Such a unique wrestler. Mm-hmm. Such a unique feel to every promo he ever did. It's, it's, it's great. There's been a lot of unique ones. We can't just touch them all, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hey, so- all Schwartz. <laughs> or classic ding dongs. Um, what about Duke the Dumpster Drosse? That man had a career, okay? The good. The good. I'm say. Yeah. <laughs> the good. The good. The good. Um, what Mister- what was his name? Uh the uh Mysteriac Mysteri- what was his name? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, so the magician. Phantasmo or whatever. Phantasmo. Thank yes. you. Uh, magic magic, magic right. tricks to win. Mm-hmm. The Red Rooster. <laughs> the Red Rooster. I fucking love the Red Rooster. He had a fucking banger of a theme. Oh, God. Y'all should remember oh, that? Shell, yeah. Um. <laughs> You're welcome. What are some weird inaugural champions? We kind of t- we kind of touched on this a little bit because they came up in trivia over the years. It is a good question. Um, Heath Slater and Rhino in the SmackDown Tag Titles. That's, That's the answer. A, that That's is a big answer. one. That's the answer. It is not the answer, though. I, I don't I, believe uh, it. Uh, I got to think. See, these make you think off the top I, I, of your I'm head. I'm good. I'm good. I can do mine. Um, give me time to think. I can think uh, of a second one already. The WWE, I believe the original lightweight or light heavyweight champion. Brian Christopher? You're Ron. You're Ron Lomstanka. Taka won it. Was it Taka? Yeah. Yes, sir. They yeah. viewed it. Brian Ta- yeah, Taka was the champion. Yeah. Ta- Taka was definitely a champion. Fuck. 24-7 oh. title. Titus O'Neil. He didn't even win it. He just picked it up. <laughs> That's how he won it. That's how he won it. First person comes out here, picks it up, wins. Titus O'Neil. <laughs> he knows how to run and run under rings, so why not? Uh, uh, AEW International. That was Pac. Pac. Yep. Pac was the first. That's one. an odd one. Uh, here, let me. It was also the... kind of a layup for him because Steve's he basically the best wrestler out of that tournament. He actually won another inaugural t- title. Wasn't he the ta- NXT tag title? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. With Corey, Corey, Corey Graves. Yeah. And then Graves turned on him like a month later. <laughs> and then got hurt. And then got hurt. And they got and hurt and never wrestled again. 15 million yeah. times. And he died. Uh, heavy G's like, I should just hop on. <laughs> <laughs> we have a space open. We've got <laughs> opening. Uh, depending on how you, you take the ECW title lineage. but the Jimmy 90- Snooker. Yeah, Jimmy Snooker was technically yeah. inaugurable. That how you take it. That's the fucking lineage of the title. Well, yes and no, because... I think Frank Gosh should have beat George Hackenschmidt in 1902. Right. <laughs> Shout out right. to Pop. Um, <laughs> the other one, the, which was my my pick, was the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, and we did a 
trivia on it. Who was it? Does anybody remember? Um, Bones. Oh, so, oh, oh, oh. I don't remember, but it's like weird. It really? is very weird. It's very weird. I thought that it was didn't, weird. That didn't give that away to you just then? I didn't hear you. I said, I'm balling. You're balling? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's MVP. Oh, MVP. It's that's MVP, yeah. That's right. MVP <laughs> is the inaugural IWGP Intercontinental Champion. That's not weird. That was the perfect person to put that belt on. Absolutely not. Absolutely. No fucking Fresh way. off his uh, shit in WWE? Nope. Uh-uh. It's it's just like putting uh, a like champion. Like putting a world title on Ginger Mahal. It just doesn't make sense. Well, I was going to I was gonna go hey. a little bit more closer hey, to my He looked heart. like a wrestler. He acted like a wrestler. I don't know. Who that the is fuck? an unpopular opinion to me because I think the Ginger Mahal title reign was A, valid, and B, actually put some extra eyes on a product that they wanted. Two. Or one, his first name is Ginger. Get it right. <laughs> Couldn't hold Two. the title long enough to get to India, though. And then lose the Triple H. Didn't want to work him. And then lose the Triple H. <laughs> you're you're um, forgetting the third the third thing, sir. We still have a little bit more time. I think it's three MB. Yes, we yes, know. Good old three MB. <laughs> Come on, Slater. Come on, you got this, man. You got this. Hashtag, he's you got, got kids. kids. Um, so this one was actually more of a, a statement, but I think it's an interesting thing to think about. So many AEW wrestlers are doing the best work of their careers now. Who do you guys believe is the number one guy in AEW that's really flourished, that would not have flourished in WWE? Oh, I, that's there's one. one. There's one answer from my opinion. Me too. Orange Cassidy, one hundred percent. Orange Cassidy. He would not get over as well as he did. Oh, I was gonna say Darby Allen. Yeah, and and that's, that's not thing. a bad answer either. Darby Allen. Darby Allen's another big one. Yes. Well, Orange definitely. Um, uh, problem Baker. with that question though is Orange Cassidy the gimmick, yes, but the wrestler. The person that plays the gimmick would absolutely have gotten over in WWE. Darby Allen is just a ragdoll. <laughs> but that's all he is. Like he he's Mick Foley. Mick Foley is Mikey Whipwreck sauce. I mean, yeah. And look how well uh Mikey Whipwreck got over. Uh we actually have a special guest joining us. Uh he kind of made reference to it. Uh, Heavy G is here with us. My boy, what's going on, man? What's happening, guys? I've been watching the show. And it's like, I'm tired of just freaking just writing stuff. But I want to just jump in on here, man. Come use your <laughs> words. Thanks for having me. I really right. appreciate it, guys. Yeah, no, not a problem, man. Oh, my goodness. And I agree with Snooker with being an ECW champ. That was the one that I was going to say. Um, so we'll we'll continue on. With the Reddit, um, we've got, I'm going to do this for like seven or eight more minutes, and then we'll switch over to talking about the uh Why? Well, I have more fun doing this. Like, I, I do. I I will admit that this is a lot of fun. Uh, Kevin Eddy said Darby Allen should be dead. He should be. He really <laughs> should be. That, hey, that, yeah. that's anti-Fat Man. Oh, that's anti-Fat Man? That's anti-Fat Man, man. That's from, mul- he's changed his name to Multitude of Fan. That's just Multitude what of Fat Man. Multitude of Fat, fat man. man. Is there he fat? Go. Is he no, that's why he's the multitude of it. <laughs> wow. You got Canadian it. math. Okay. Yeah, um. Why not? 
your most underrated Attitude Era storyline or segment? Oh. Can I and, be dickhead and say Mae Young's hand? Go for it. Go for he it. He was May a hell of a hand. He was a hell of a hand. Hell of a hand. Wow. I demand style. I demand Nicholas and May Young's hands wins the tag belts. Demand it. I actually believe one of them's getting so much pussy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Maybe. the hand. Look at the claws of the fingers. <laughs> uh, Deets. Uh, right. I have come back to me real quick. Okay, Matt, Fat Man. Sorry. Who? What? Yeah. Who? Pull back um, the curtain too much. Um, I screamed so loud I could hear myself on the baby monitor downstairs. <laughs> I hope you step on a fucking Lego. The Kurt Angle with the cowboy hats. Oh, Jesus Christ. That wasn't Attitude Era. Yes, it was. It was 2000. It was, it was 2000. Wasn't Kurt Angle with the cowboy hats with the Austin thing? Yeah, it was in, two, in 2001. In the invasion. Damn it. You're right. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You're right. Uh, oh, go, go back to me then. It was still an underrated segment that not many people talk about. You know, uh, heavy D. Okay, I, I, I got, I got mine. I got mine. Okay, well, I got go mine. ahead. Heavy D. I heavy D. think I might be getting this backwards. Either Bret Hart was the champion, and I think they were doing a program in Canada, but it was against Del Wilt as the Patriot, and the Patriot had a super. Super hot, like, month and a half where he was fucking unbeatable. And then I think he gets fucking stomped out in super quick in Canada. Dude, fuck dick. you. You're a dick. <laughs> I, I take well, it that that, that that was yours? <laughs> that was mine. They just they just absolutely killed his push. Yeah, uh, it's absolute. Like... Gets hit. It feels like like Dell's actually gonna get. And he gets fucking annihilated. Yeah, he gets a he gets a mid card WWF title shot at a secondary pay per view. Yeah, is in a tag team match the next month in a Survivor Series elimination match match after that. There's a reason though. If you if you want to, if you he wasn't Canadian. Well, it was because he was a drug addict also, but and he wasn't reliable as no showing shows, but. Don't that was the reason why his push stopped. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, like that was the reason why he got stopped. Up. I I got one too, and it's weird. It's the Austin Rock thing, but they tied in the Undertaker with Stephanie and the whole cru- Stephanie. Yeah, the whole crucifixion stuff. <clears throat> I think that shit was gold. <laughs> I don't know why I love that. How was the rock tangled into that again? He was just facing Austin that night yeah. at Backlash. And then McMahon was the good guy at the end. It's me, Austin. It's me all along. It's like, yeah, it was the whole corporate whole... ministry. It was just because the yeah. rock was just facing Austin that night at Backlash. Mm. He's well, not really. Well, was it right. really entangled? Well, then, then you had the union that was around for like a month. Oh, God. That the rock yeah, was a month and a half tops. Yeah, that the rock was technically a part of. So he was technically involved in it, but technically not. Yeah, it's weird. But I thought that shit was gold. So. I'm not sure if this was Attitude Era. It was distasteful, but I would like to see where it went. I think 
draw the whole draws and LOD. Yeah, those attitude era. Oh, with God, uh, yeah. with them pushing with uh, with draws pushing Hawk off the Titan and yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I would have liked to seen more of that before uh, what happened to draws, but I thought that could have been the whole thing, and then trying to get the the partners for Animal with that. I just that because that storyline was like I said was distasteful because it was highlighting Hawk's addiction problem, but I think um, I was trying that's what it was. Okay. Uh, There's two of them. The first one is the obvious one. If there's underrated and we don't think about it, then probably it's not that obvious. Obviously not fucking obvious. (laughs) Choppy choppy pee pee. Thank you. That was absolutely attitude era Valvinus versus Kai and Diet. That was fucking hilarious. And have Mrs. Yamaguchi son turned heel and then never to be seen again. Topic got a fucking appearance out of this. He did. Yep. You got a payday. Um, the other, the other one is how they repackaged uh, Earthquake and the oh, whole Oddities uh, thing. Golga? Yeah, until Golga yeah. and and that whole that the group Curtis. was fun, and that was it. But it was just one of those things that kind of, you know, it was just fun. Oh fuck that! They, they that also brought in the stupid clowns. Fuck that. Send in the clowns. <laughs> Um, I do throw a hell of a party, though. I'll give them that. Who should have been Intercontinental Champion, WWE Intercontinental Champion, but never was? I have a different answer for this. Let's start with you, Ryan. Dolph should have won it off Rey Mysterio. He was already IC champ, though. I I, I guess the, the point was it was never, ever IC champ. Yeah. But should have been IC champ. I got mine. Oh, I got mine. I kind of got one. I think Sleazy's going to disagree on it because he doesn't. He didn't need it at all. I need to check if it's true, though. <laughs> he did not need it at all. It just would have been a cool stat. Undertaker. Yeah. yeah that he done. didn't need it, but it would have been cool just to have him have it, hold it. Now I have two. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan? Uh, Seamus, because of the exact same reason. Yep. And we'll Jake, Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts, yep. Jake Roberts was my initial point, and then he said that about Taker, and I'm like, right, the fucking shame is feud, like, less than six months ago, a year ago? Like, yeah, I got mine. Okay, D. Brandon Z. The biggest star in the entire 80s and 90s never won the Intercontinental. Hulk Hogan. The Hulkster, baby. <clears throat> Another answer that he didn't need it, but it would have been cool. No, but it would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was back on later instead of maybe him getting the world title run. You know what? Give me a look. Give me the building. Give me the sim. I mean, he had like a couple week run for the tag titles with Edge, so he could have just won the Intercontinental title there and dropped it. But technically, he 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 never won the Grand Slam. No, because of it. Good. Isn't that more of a worker's belt? It is. Aha! It's meant to be a worker's belt. 
Yeah. Hogan Christ didn't need to How many masks and seats did Hulk Hogan put in? I was just going to say, Hogan didn't Thank need you. to work, boss. <laughs> yeah. My person that never won the Intercontinental title, and I think it would have been a shot, and this person never won a title in the WWE, Jimmy Snuka. Hmm. I think him winning the title off of Morocco in the cage would have been a shot in the arm. Probably. But then again, Snooker was a guy that didn't need a title anyway because he had all those. He had the, the feud with uh, with Morocco. Then he had that feud with Ray Stevens. And the then Piper. Can then you Piper. imagine, though, if Snooker gets the belt and then goes into that feud with Piper? Oh, yeah. See, that's. I mean, I think I think Snooker's won. Uh, I can't. I'm trying to think of another one that never had a belt. Jake the Snake is another one, but then again, again, Jake the Snake was another one that didn't need a belt either. I could have uh, sworn Jake was an Intercontinental Champion. Nope. No. He never mm-hmm. held the title. He never in beat WWE. Rick Martel. Not he one. Sort of drugs off an Intercontinental Championship. I don't think Rick. Uh, Rick so Martel. Rick yeah. Martel was another one that didn't. Never won the Intercontinental title. So, he got his workhorse title with the WCW TV title. So there's, in the Reddit post, or four, or yeah, four of them that were brought up. Uh, Rick Martel, Ted DiBiase, Savio Vega, and my. If I was picking somebody older, it would have been this guy, X Pac. Um, yeah, they, they gave him the, they gave him the European the Euro, title. They gave him the Euro yeah. title, but they never gave him the IC title. I, uh, see, for some reason, I always thought he had like a. I don't know why I think this. I thought he had like a weak run, like one week. Like he was in the finals. He was in the final against Shamrock, and for some reason, that's when I think he won. Yeah, but Shamrock beat him. I always but, think, like, wasn't he the Intercontinental Champion for, like, two weeks or something? <laughs> he just had a really good Intercontinental Tournament. <laughs> to yeah. And that's the thing. Um, and the one that nobody said, and, you know, obviously I have to, Swiss. Cesaro. He was the U.S. Ta- he was the U.S. champ. He was the U.S. champ. He's never Intercontinental champ. Lark. Um, was our truth an IC title? U.S. U.S. He was U.S., yeah. And it also, that man has held the NWA World Heavyweight Championship twice. twice. <sighs> Got to bring it up. Got to hit every the game. Time, every time he can. It's like WLC. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, let's, uh, I got, I got three more that we can do. Because okay. um, we, we did that one already. We did that one already. Um, did, oh, best drop kick in wrestling history. Ooh. Early Orton. Early yeah. Orton's a big one. I was leaning that. Uh, perfect. Perfect was great as well. Mine's Kawada. Kawada got a nicey. Really yeah. nice. What's uh, the name of that fucking random idiot that you picked in our draft? Does he have a good drop kick? No. Sean Carr? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <The> random <laughs> <laughs> underrated, <laughs> underrated was Bob Holly. Bob Holly had a good drop kick. Bob Holly did get the fuck up there. Bob Holly had some bunnies in his feet. Billy Ball Gunn had a good drop. Kick. Billy Gunn had one too. He was just on his feet and he could yeah. just kick you in the face. <laughs> so 
So does a drop kick constitute always to the face or at least the attempt? Because at least the attempt, I'd put Gunter's front drop kick when he fires people into the back corner. Oh, the shotgun drop kick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a good but one what about the kangaroo kick? Fuck off. <laughs> I get yeah. it stupid. I get it's great. I pop for too. But so fuck dumb. off. <laughs> what a stupid fucking thing. Bobby Eaton had a good one too. Bobby Eaton did have a good one. Bobby Eaton is a white boy that doesn't, like, gravity doesn't fuck with. No, no. Okay, the most random return of all time. Uh, the example that was given was the big Usos facing up against the Headbangers. Bob Backlund in the 2000 Rumble. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> What was it? The Punjabi prison match where the great Kali just magically appears for 30 seconds. Orton and Jinder. Yes. Yeah. Ginger. Get it right. Um. I, I, I Also, other low-key, uh, LOD 2000, when they came back with Sonny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the, with the hockey mask, which mm-hmm. was fucking cool, but apparently Hawk didn't like. I th- First of all, getting Sonny on your team just that's your to the moon push it really is because those tits were doing a lot of work didn't matter who you were with it's like who came on them with the with the eye with the eyelashes with the yes yeah uh, i'm going to say Dick Murdoch and the 95 rumble that was just like <laughs> I, I was just wow. i was just I was like why I was just gonna say that Dick Murdoch like, coming Dick out of the Dick Murdoch in the '95 Rome was just like random. Well, if you're doing that, uh, <laughs> Drew Carey. Well, oh, he, in the Rumble. It was a one-off. They, it was. It wasn't. They kind of advertised it during the Rumble that he was going to be in the Rumble match, so it wasn't like a surprise if you were watching it. Well, no. If we if, then Pete Rose. No, I was going to say was Pete Rose. Pete Rose was in on one. Pete he? Rose. Then we had Tane come up and beat <laughs> the fuck out of him. Pete For Rose reasons unexplained. As, <laughs> Pete Rose dressing up as a San Diego chicken. It's the very first thing I'm going to do as soon as I get off this podcast is go rewatch that. <laughs> so yeah, biggest surprise. Well, uh, that's got to be the gobbledygooker. Gobbledygooker. Gobbledygooker coming back out of nowhere and then Spirit. Uh, the return of the spirit squad. Yeah, that was going to be mine was the return of the spirit squad. Um, some of the other ones that showed up was Brian Christopher coming out of nowhere. Uh, Great Kali was, was already brought up. Um, Mr. Perfect coming back in 2002. Dude, he had such yeah. a fucking... He was fucking banging matches, though. And, yeah. um, I just recently watched a promo of Mr. Perfect from TNA, NWA TNA, where he makes the reference because of make the shoot line. I'm the guy that took down Brock Lesnar at 35,000 feet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Tatanka. Back in 06. Tatanka. Yeah. What about uh, the, the one night only thing with the Rockers when Janetti came back? Oh, yeah. That was uh, a after uh, when uh, Michaels was saved. Yeah, um, but that was because he was not only did he do Raw, he did SmackDown too. The storyline was Michaels wanted to have Janetti's match first before Angle could break his fucking ankle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the best executed babyface turn. And we'll we'll leave it. We'll end on this one um, because this is going to. I guarantee you, there's going to be a lot of questionable things here. I it has, for me, it's Austin. Yeah, it's yeah. Austin. It's Austin. It has to be Austin. Yeah. Um, that's the first yeah. one that popped in my head. Well, um, why do I explain? Like, are baby face into a heel or heel? No, a, a heel, heel to a baby to, face. A heel to a baby face. Yeah. Are we Best gonna, execute. Are we going to exclude double turns? Because that was a double turn. It was a double turn. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not going to exclude anything. It's a, it's our it's very wide open opinion. I mean, I mean, if we're going on longevity, Big Show is the best person from a face to turn heel because he can do it at a drop the dime. That's also true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I got another one. Okay. Uh, the Macho Man. Yeah. Oh, oh Macho King. Macho yeah. King. Yeah. 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 He stopped being WrestleMania Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Retires for a little bit. Comes back as the normal Macho Man. Yeah. Eric Rowan when he joins the Survivor Series team. Cena versus the Authority. Yeah, that was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Well, Bray when he helped uh, Matt Hardy. Matt when he he helped Matt Hardy. And the Rumble, yeah. I don't remember. Andre John Memorial Battle Royal. Wyatt comes out and helps Hardy. And that's how their team basically really kicked off. We were there in person. For that and you don't I, remember <laughs> that's a problem well i had ptsd for that trip so yeah, i don't know what you're, I, yeah, I don't remember much you're going hold on your one time well i mean supercard of honor still going on oh god so. jesus christ um some old school ones andre the giant taking one slap from bobby heenan and then yeah. snapping that was a big sucks. one. Yep. Uh, Jimmy, obviously Austin refusing to give up. Jenny Snuka being informed by Buddy Rogers that Captain Lou was embezzling from him. That's <laughs> an old, that. old That's movie. old school. Mm-hmm. Virgil. Oh, Virgil. Virgil. Yeah. Yeah. Another at WrestleMania 7. Yeah. Yeah. That was a slow build that finally. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was a good one, too. Uh, Mick Foley giving the man behind the wrestler talks to Jim Ross. Yep. Uh, Paul Orndorff learns about Rick Rude and fires Bobby Heenan. Um, Rock turning babyface against Shane McMahon and the corporation. Yeah. Angles, uh, ba- all three of his babyface turns. Um, uh, Dave Batista turning face with the, uh, whole... the thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. What about Bossman turning face, giving the belt back to? Uh... Was it the belt back to Virgil or Dusty Rhodes? No, uh, back to Jake. Back to Jake. That's right. Back yeah. to Jake. Um, when he was us when Slick had him. Adam was the manager. Yep. This is the last one. Undertaker protecting Savage and Elizabeth from Jake the Snake Roberts. Yes. Who side are you on? Not Who's yours. Not <laughs> yours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, there's a lot of great ones out there. Um, but we'll, this was a great segment. We'll, we will definitely 100% do this again. If it um, wasn't for the fact that there's two pay-per-views this weekend, we probably would have did this again next week. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so let's talk. Oh goodness. Obviously with every good news, there's always bad news. There is a lot of bad news that came out of the merger and it was time to start cleaning house. Apparently, according to, oh, I, I think uh, it was Sean Ross. Hey, Meltzer. Oh, right. Okay. 
I found a bunch fuck of lists. Uh, what's, the, what's the saying? Is it fuck Dave Meltzer? I'm new to this. Is it fuck Dave Meltzer? Yes, yep. it's, fuck Dave, it's always okay. fuck Dave Meltzer. It's always fuck Even Dave Meltzer. Even when it's right. 100%. Yes, 100%. So fuck Dave Meltzer. No, Love this is... Oh, I got a list. Crazy, while you're looking this up right quick, only me and you did the scorecard and you beat me by two points on that pride style. Of yeah, bitches and hoes. God damn it. It's such a hollow victory, but still. <laughs> uh, no, man, I want a scorecard unopposed. I didn't care, but that was the one I won the cir- squared circle one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that that's fair. Um, I have the list. So there was 20 roster cuts uh, that happened last week. And uh, obviously, the- there's there's a bunch of people that came out of this. Um, we'll, we're going to go one by one and, and talk a little bit about them. And, and uh, we'll kind of quickly go around the horn with with each one of them um so i'm i'm just literally just gonna go s- circle so i don't have to yeah. think about it uh the first one is mustafa ali start with fat man i think it'd be cool. the you want me to do the best fit or where i think you'll end up yes just a quick moment it impacts X division it'd okay. be great there but it'll probably end up in AEW. <laughs> uh ryan I like the X Division comment, but he's more so going to Ring of Honor. Or okay. New Japan's junior heavyweights. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Heavy G. New Japan uh, junior heavyweights. I think he was uh, underutilized in WWE, but uh, I think he's going to New Japan. And they gave him his own stable. Uh, okay. Yeah, look what happened to that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Deet. Eh. <laughs> wow what a dick Listen, if he's gonna, eh, and Mustafa Ali the seven or eight names that were in the performance center he's just gonna walk I, away I'm, like. I'm pretty sure that's gonna happen uh, I agree with Fat Man he's gonna rock it in the X division and I think um, he's one of those guys that has a lot of untapped potential especially on the mic Rick Boogs Indies. Stick into the Indies. Ryan. Indies and maybe some New Japan Strong. Okay. Oh, New Japan Strong's a good one. Heavy G. Indies. Deets? I'm. No, no, no. I think he might be done with wrestling. I think he's going to go Hollywood. He did a lot of promotional work for WWE for that company. Will not shock me if he goes to try to make a name for himself in Hollywood. I agree. I think he's done with wrestling. Um, which sucks because he's a really good comedic re- like. Yeah, he I, can do comedy. Yeah, he can do a lot of great comedy. I think he. I think, in the right film, right role, he could really take off. Um, I joke about her all the time, but whatever, Aaliyah. Meh. Impact. Impact. Man, stop taking all the junk to Impact. AW to uh, rekindle her love with uh, Buddy Murphy. Ooh. Pay your $20 subscription. I mean, well. <laughs> um, Go get it. She'll be back on the Indies. Um, it, it was always a standing joke that she was the. So 
I think I've told this story before, but just in case I haven't, um, way back when I was starting to train for wrestling, and this was about a year or two before she got signed with WWE, she she lived in Toronto and was trying to get bookings down here in um, Rochester and Buffalo and stuff. And she reached out directly to me to try and get bookings. And I'm like, I'm some green asshole. You're not going to get anywhere with me, you fucks. Um, Elias. We'll start with Dietz and go around the other way. Great comedy guy. Uh, this is probably prime for AEW. Instead of Elias, it's going to be like Walker, Texas, douche, whatever. <laughs> I see him in AEW shortly. I agree. Fat man. Yeah, AEW. Oh, I Ryan. think he's just doing the indies. You think he's just going to bounce around the indies? Yeah. Uh, Heavy G. Indies. What about Ezekiel? Anyone? Think, <laughs> no? Okay. He still he never got <laughs> released. He's yeah, still he signed. Released. What still, a brilliant he's... fucking thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I just have it just keep showing up as Ezekiel. I, I'm saying Dickhead admitted online he was like, Yeah, I was Ezekiel. Yeah, he's like, I'm Ezekiel. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Kevin Owens like, God damn it! I knew it, motherfucker. He should have just said he should have just put up a video and said, Fuck! <laughs> Riddick Moss. I'll start. Fucking Indies. He'll be back working UPW now, without. You need to put the two of them together. Okay. Riddick yeah, Moss they're, they're, and they're both going to impact. Wow. Great spot for two of them. Yeah, I was going to say him. I was going to do the same thing. Going I was going to put him impact. Both of them. Maybe, maybe NWA because there's more women's titles in NWA than anywhere else right now. Yeah, I can I can see NWA. I can okay. see that for them. Yeah. Uh Top Dollar. <laughs> Podcasting. Podcasting. No, legit, he's a good he's got he's got a good fan. Like I I legit follow like I I actually know AJ Francis. Like good dude, like smart. Would not shock me if he does. he'll he'll still wrestle in the Indies. But don't wouldn't shock me if he's got a good podcast coming up in probably the next month or two. Where is he based out of? Is it Maryland area? Maryland. So you'll probably see him like. Well, no, he's in Florida, Florida, but he's he's always up around Maryland because he does stuff with the University of Maryland. Like his food drive's real big up here. Oh, okay. So he probably like NCW and stuff like that. Yep. Heavy uh, uh, G. I agree with these. Same. Okay, Ryan. Indies. Yeah. Batman? Okay. Yep. I agree. The person most sad is Michael Cole because now I can't make fun of him. Um, Sheldon Benjamin, which was a huge shock to me, in my opinion. I think he's going to find himself an impact. I think he's going to be a producer for AEW. I'm going back with the new Japan Strong thing. That's another good place for him, too. But I think, I think he's being a, I think he'll be in a producer role. Okay. You think he's done actively wrestling? He'll wrestle from. He'll be like a Christopher Daniels. He'll wrestle from time to time, but oh, still. Man, he's going back to Ring of Honor. He could go back to Ring AEW Ring of Honor. I'm, I'm lumping them together, but like, okay. but yeah, he'll he'll be with Tony Khan somewhere. I think. Uh, Heavy G. I think Impact. He could be in the X division there. Okay. And maybe produce behind the scenes there too. Be the same thing, but be an impact first. You're all a myth reading this. He's gonna have a three month vacation. He's gonna come back as a coach for NXT. 
Okay, that's fair. I mean, I need, you know, Mia Yim to start talking more shit with him. Oh my god, yeah. So fucking good on X. Oh god. Um oh, I know up down down as well. Up, down, down. Yeah. They're even better on up, up down down. Oh, I know. They they go the in entire on... the entire summer games thing, fucking hilarious. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I cry when they became You're speaking about up, up, up down down. Are you are you going into next about the most saddest release of them all? We'll be we'll be getting to that. Oh I definitely we'll be talking about that. Uh Emma. Wherever AKA, yeah, impact. Yeah, wherever yeah that's good. Right. Impact, we already knew. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, another big one that I shocked. Absolutely shocked. So this man has been with WWE since Fat Man and I graduated high school. Dolph Ziggler. Well, I, now he's getting a chance to show the world. I'm actually not as shocked about this as everyone is. So he hasn't been active. No. Yeah, on television. like if he was on television constantly and then they release some, that would be shot. And I'm like, I was kind of expecting this. Like the one of the first names that popped to my head when the merger comes, like they're definitely getting a tail. I'm like, Dolph Ziggler is gone. Um, yes, Ryan. Question, because we glossed over it before we continue. Who the fuck gets the total shot of Heat Wave now? Yeah, fuck it. Mustafa Ali was getting a promoted title shot on this yeah. show. No, Dirty Dom's going to go after the the big title now. Don't worry about it. We'll find out Tuesday on NXT. Um, wow. 100%, 100% he's going to AEW. Like, there, there's no... Yeah. Tony, we, we call Tony kind of a money mark. He's... He'll be in AEW. His so, brother works there. So, I, I mean... It's, you're more than likely right. But something in me screams Tokyo Dome, Osprey, Ziggy Poo. Yeah, but you go That'd to AW and still do that. Yeah, you go to yeah, you go to AW still do that. Yeah. So oh. I'm Yeah. It can happen. Well, how about NWA him against EC three? Nah, I don't I think, think he could I, I, deal with it. I don't think NWA can afford it. He'd go on the road just do, doing comedy if he wants to go, go carnival. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's what I was going to say. I think he's done wrestling for now. I think he's just going to do movies, TV, and comedy. Logic speaking here now, if I'm a promoter, I'm immediately becoming a uh, comedy promoter at the same time as a wrestling promoter. Because you bring in Ziggler for a two-shot. First day is a comedy show. Second shot's a wrestling show. Ryan! Guess when his non-compete is up? When? 90 days from now, which makes it just about a good time to book them for WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. <laughs> okay. Um, Dabacado? I, I, exactly. Indies? Maybe. He's. I'm assuming these are NXT names now. No, Dabakato was General Aziz. Oh, Aziz. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Indies. I disagree. I that see motherfucker's him as an going. Guy. What's that? I see him as an ROH guy. I it's see him as time. a New Japan strong guy. Yeah, that too. Because he's fucking big. Yep. Yeah, don't go to AEW if you're a big guy. Yeah, Sotnam Singh knows something about that. Right. Uh, did, you, did you see that? No, no, never mind. I don't want to promote other people's shit. 
but there's a funny clip that somebody put up and you hear uh, Jeff Jericho, wrong side, dumbass. <laughs> it's out of Sager's crows around the other corner. Uh, Dana Brooke. NWA. NWA. NWA or Impact? NWA. NWA or Impact. Yep. I think she would actually be, and this sounds very strange, she would be a great muscle in stardom. Could she handle the style, though? I don't think she could. I think she could. I think she could. Um, let's what, talk about the two. What part of the style does she have to handle, though? Because she would be the bruiser at that point. Yeah, yeah she she would be the, like, I don't um, know. The big wrestler. Yeah, because she would tower over everybody else. She could also be an um, she's going to get lost in the shuffle and impact. I would agree with that. There's enough talent and impact that I don't think. Yeah. Right now, like Mercedes Monet is like the big question mark. Where is she going to go next type of thing? I think Dana Brooke would fill in a little bit better in, in her role as a former WWE guy going into some big Japan area like that. I think she would, I think she would stand out because she's like in a rest, a a promotion where everyone's black haired, tiny doing high flying stuff. She's a big badass blonde. You know what I mean? Like snap your dick off during a hand job kind of blonde. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the so, white knuckler. The Thank white you, knuckler. Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. I'll, I'll leave the last two for. That's her name. And that's going to be the name to start them. The white, the white knuckler. knuckler. The white knuckler. <laughs> uh, Quincy Elliott, who is an NXT person. Good fucking riddance. Okay. I, I, I think the gimmick wasn't going anywhere. So I. Indies. He started maybe. a lot of shit. It, like. He, he was a proverbial troll to everybody on X slash Twitter. Guys, douchebag. Fuck him. Well. Oh, back beats. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Really got to let your feelings out. Don't hold anything in there, buddy. <laughs> no, it's. We're, we're here for you. Just. <laughs> I, I'm not going to get into it because we'll go into a, a shoot about stupid shit. But that guy is a fucking tool. Good riddance. I don't have to hear about you anymore. Unless you're going to be the new Tyrus in NWA. So he's an so ant. Oh, God. Oh, God. And thank you, motherfucker. I forgot about it last week. <laughs> so it made it made the show, you fuck. Um, and I didn't realize until after I went back and listened. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, Shanky. He was fun. I'll give, the, I'll give him that. ROH AEW. He'll, he'll fit in with the uh, uh, Mogul Embassy. That's not a bad option, actually. <laughs> Shit's fucking great. Go, Nana. Ulyssa uh, Leon, um, another NXT person, I assume. I don't even know anything about that woman. Might have been a level. Yeah, it was a level off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kevin Ventura Cortez, I didn't even know. Same. He, less yep. than a year. Yep. Uh, Eichmann Giro. Um, hey, uh, he had a good spot at the wedding. <laughs> had a great spot in the wedding. That was the best wedding WWE's ever fucking done. 
Great index. Spot. Index, yeah. But impact definitely for him. Uh, nah, I try not to miss culture him. But he's going. Go ahead, going say it. Say it. He's going back home to New Japan. <laughs> home, you fucking racist piece of shit. <laughs> Was he a young lion before? I have no idea. He looked like I, one. I, I don't know. Jesus, wow. Ryan. I, 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 um, <laughs> wow. I, I don't know if he was in, um, his, uh, in the, <laughs> wow. God damn it. Mega Man um, X your ass. Oh, he was a Wrestle 1 guy. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. So oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, well, Ryan said he wrestled a... <laughs> They all look the same, right, Ryan? Yeah, fuck you. Sleazy like, comes home and doesn't know who his wife is. Come on. Right? Like, are you my yeah, wife? Yeah, he does. the one that's willingly taking it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> and, and at this oh, point, it, let's be honest here. I'm oh, Somebody else random shows up. I'm like, okay. I'm um, Brooklyn Barlow. I don't know who that is. <laughs> who the fuck is that? Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Barlow's daughter. An, another, <laughs> another one year. And yeah. Bryson Montana, another one year. Yeah. So just barely one year. And then the last two I want to talk about, and Dietz already knows it. Maximum it's Male Models. You knew the writing was on the wall when they got rid of Maxine. Um, and I think they knew it too. Um, I Can think. Can you imagine if the Alpha Academy had to be that full stable of all of them, though? Oh, it'd have been terrible. They would have pulled off magic. Yeah, I I agree. That would have been fucking gold. I I don't think they would have given them enough uh, TV time to to make it gold. Let me put it that way. I do believe that they would have, but I don't think they would have gotten enough TV time to do it. You're on the assumption that you need TV time to get over. Well. If you TV have a time, little bit YouTube, of TV, yeah, if you have a little bit of TV time, make you can run with that. But if they put them all together as a collective group, mm-hmm. it was like 3.0 in NXT. They had the pre-pre-show. That stuff was fucking gold. Yeah. And that's the stuff that people kind of will gravitate to because it's that little bit of a difference. Can you imagine Mace and Mansoor trying to be like the the storyline of them going from male models to pure athletes would have been fucking dead. That would have been great. Yep. <laughs> it would have been. Because the two of them fucking get it. There, yeah. there are few wrestlers that fucking get it like those two guys do. It would have also been a different thing because you would think that they're trying to get Otis and Gable to be the models when instead they switch. Right. So it would have been... Yeah, then you'd have had uh, Otis going, come on, the guy... I, they, I think it would have been, it would have been priceless. Yeah. I think it would have been, I think it would have been good. Yep. I think knowing the two of them, from a not from a character standpoint, but from people standpoint, that they would have made anything work. Um, and I hope they land in AEW because no. there's no, 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 so no, 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 no. The only reason why I say that is because it's the only other major place that I think they would work nope. from a comedy perspective. Nope, 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 from nope, nope. Impact for Fashion Files. Nope. No? Or we've nope. changed our tune? Nope. I know exactly what they're doing. 
They're going to follow Zach, Zach fucking Ryder, a.k.a. Matt Cardona. They're going to all fucking four partner up. And then y'all got the version of the poor horseman. <laughs> Can you imagine how much comedic gold Matt Cardona and those two could fucking pull off? I would agree with you. Okay. I will absolutely agree with you on that. And the fact that Matt Cardona is working DDT right now mm-hmm. is just. Imagine that. Did you see who's working DDT in a couple of weeks? Imagine the comedy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I did, I did not see who was working DDT in a couple weeks. Jericho. Jericho is. Wow. Okay. Take a shitter. Take a shitter. DDT <laughs> is now a real fucking promotion, motherfuckers. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. All fuck you Lazy. guys. Suck it. Still has Can the greatest we, title of all time. Lazy. Can we bring back Chikara? We might as well at this point. DDT is, is basically the Japanese Chikara. Is the IP available? Oh, that's quack. Fuck quack. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we can call it them... and just have it as fucking deers. Right. Um, I already shared Mansoor's promo, which was fucking hilarious. Um, they also talked about, um, they went live on Twitch like the day after, excuse me, a couple days after, and they talked through a lot of their time in WWE. Um, one of the things that came out was they were planning on doing something post the Maximum Male models where it was the two of them Pulp Fiction style being like Reservoir clean. Dogs. Yeah. Well, they, they said Reservoir Dogs, yeah. Pulp Fiction style, you know, suit like Hitman for Dolph Ziggler. <clears throat> so it would have been a, a whole new stable type thing. And they actually shot um, promos and stuff for it as a pitch. So it, it was really cool to, to, to see that they still have a lot of positive um, memories of it. Um, obviously people losing their jobs sucks. Um, we always will say that. And fat man will agree with me on this yes. one. You know, we always are trying to, you know, put everyone over as much as possible, you know, as much as we may like or not like the style that they're doing in WWE or not, we still like the people behind them and we still, support wrestling as a whole. Uh, so um, let's wrap this up. We've, we've gone over 90 minutes once again, uh, two in a row. Yes. Cause there's five people on the show. Uh, Heavy G let's start with you. Put yourself over. Well, you can catch me and fat man on the best darn sports show period two uh, Wednesday nights. Anywhere between 7.30 and 8 o'clock, uh, we're going to go over the NFL. We're going to go over a lot of the upsets that happened this past Sunday. And uh, we usually talk a little bit about wrestling uh, once in a while. So thank you guys for just letting me come on here and talk about your uh, you know, your other things that you were talking about. I like uh, like coming in with that. I'm not really with the pay-per-views and stuff, but that other kind of stuff I like and I enjoy. Yeah, this was a rare show where we really didn't review anything, so it was a fun little off shoot show uh deets put yourself over you all know where you can find me at on the shirt. oh he put fuck game those that's pretty good um, well done. Uh, check me out on x uh at legendary deets uh i talk shit baltimore sports all day every day uh start to pick up the bar sh- stool st- shit just because they're funny also of course i always throw out awesomeness when this comes out uh, but yeah, let's talk shit on some X folks. 
Ryan. The app, not the drug. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't tell me how to live my life with Ryan Bocaccia on Twitter and Reddit. Um, yeah, I'm going to come back with another good Reddit quote next week because we didn't need it this week because this episode was fucking deadly. Absolutely wonderful. Um, I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. And we are Sleazy Fat Man on... Where are we at now these days? Uh, X and Instagram X, threads. Yeah. TikTok. Please go on over there and give us a like. Videos you can find on twitch.tv slash sleazyandfatman, youtube.com slash sleazyandfatman, and premium videos on onlyfans.com slash the wrestling show. You can find all sorts of content on the wrestlingshow.com, including articles, merch, and a ton of other cool stuff. Uh, you can get this podcast every Saturday morning wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. Don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform and make sure you click automatic downloads because it really does help us out. So with a special thanks to Heavy G, a, a special thanks to Dietz. Why is Ryan still here? But thanks, Ryan, for <laughs> showing up. And as always, for Sleazy. For the fat man. This is The Wrestling Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Tony Khan and his alleged, not alleged coke habit. Uh, a hot dog's on a sandwich. A hot dog's on a sandwich. Is a sandwich. hot dog's on a sandwich. Fuck off. A burger is a sandwich. Next week, NXT. No Mercy. No Mercy? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, because that was the pay-per-view for Dumb Dumb and uh, Dom. Oh. Ali Dom. No Mercy. Nothing to gain.